This is a Federal News Network podcast. Coming up on today's Federal Newscast, union organizers are now allowed on GSA-owned property to chat up private contractors. The vaccine mandate for federal employees is being challenged by lawmakers. And a two-year-old $340 million IT contract is under scrutiny. These stories and more in today's Federal Newscast. It's Tuesday, September 6th, 2022. Welcome to today's episode of the Federal Newscast. I'm Peter Masurlian. The General Services Administration will now allow union organizers to access government facilities. The rule change will give unions the chance to interact with private sector government contractors on site at GSA-owned properties. The White House Task Force on Worker Organizing and Empowerment recommended the change, which updates a rule that prohibited soliciting, posting, and distributing materials on GSA property. The White House expects fiscal 2023 to start with a continuing resolution from Congress. Federal News Network's Jory Heckman has more. The Biden administration, counting on that stopgap CR, is asking Congress to pass $47 billion in emergency spending that can't wait until a full budget deal gets done. Nearly half of that would go toward the federal government's response to the COVID-19 pandemic. That includes the rollout of updated booster shots just approved by the Food and Drug Administration and restarting a program to deliver free COVID rapid tests to households. The spending would also go toward Ukraine, treating the monkeypox outbreak, and preparing for natural disasters. Jory Heckman, Federal News Network. President Biden's vaccine mandate for federal employees is being challenged by some lawmakers as 38 members of Congress are formally urging an appeals court to rule against it. The mandate is currently on hold while the Fifth Circuit Court of Appeals considers the case. In a friend of the court brief filed last week, the 10 Republican senators and 28 House members argued the mandate intrudes on the constitutional separation of powers and violates federal employees' religious liberty. A three-judge panel of the Fifth Circuit previously ruled in favor of the mandate. The full court is now reconsidering that decision. One of the Commerce Department's major IT programs is about to go under the magnifying glass. Federal News Network's Jason Miller brings us the details. The Commerce Department awarded a $340 million contract more than two years ago to modernize and integrate financial and business systems. Now the agency's inspector general is taking a closer look at the program's progress. The IG announced its objective to assess the department's efforts in managing and implementing the Business Application Solution, or BAS, program. Commerce calls BAS one of the top departmental priorities. It will bring together commercial technologies, including an enterprise data warehouse, an acquisition management system, cybersecurity, and business intelligence reporting tools in the cloud. Jason Miller, Federal News Network. The due date for bids to get on the small business-focused Polaris government-wide acquisition contract has been extended for a third time. The General Services Administration announced small businesses now have until September 23rd, that's an extra 14 days, to complete their proposals. The agency did not announce why it was extending the due date this time. Previously, the extensions were needed because GSA said there were continued problems with submitting bids through the SAM.gov platform. The Defense Information Systems Agency has a new plan to manage its data as a strategic asset. DISA's first-ever Data Strategy Implementation Plan aims to restructure the agency's current data stores into something more cohesive and coherent 
and eventually apply advanced analytics to that data. DISA built the roadmap after DOD's chief data officer told defense components to figure out their own roles in implementing the broader department's data strategy. Two tech giants are going to battle over a billion-dollar cloud contract. Microsoft filed a protest with the Government Accountability Office late last month over a task order the National Geospatial Intelligence Agency awarded to Amazon Web Services. NGA awarded the deal under the CIA's Commercial Cloud Enterprise Contract, or C2E. The task order covers all of NGA's requirements under the C2E contract. GAO has until December 5th to make a decision on Microsoft's protest. The Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services, or CMS, is poised to modernize its contact centers. A $6.6 billion 10-year contract award went to Maximus Federal Services. The contact centers will handle over 35 million customer inquiries a year for CMS programs through services like 1-800-MEDICARE and the Health Insurance Marketplace. The center will offer a variety of 24-7 services, including telephone, mail, email, fax, and web chat. The National Archives and Records Administration wants to make it easier for agencies to preserve official texts and other digital messages. Federal News Network's Justin Doubleday tells us how. NARA is looking at expanding its capstone email guidance to texts, chats, and other digital records. Capstone provides a systematic, automated framework for preserving official email records, but agencies do not have a similar approach for preserving numerous other forms of electronic communication. NARA is also considering how artificial intelligence can help manage an ever-expanding number of digital records into the future. Justin Doubleday, Federal News Network. The VA is changing its policy on abortions after the Supreme Court struck down Roe v. Wade earlier this year. Federal News Network's Scott Massioni has more. The VA will begin providing covered abortions at its facilities, opening medical options to some veterans in states where abortion is now illegal. Covered abortions only pertain to medical necessity and instances of rape or incest. The VA's new policy also extends protections for its health care workers who assist in providing an abortion, shielding them from any state laws. More than 20 senators called on the VA in late July to offer abortion services after the Supreme Court struck down Roe v. Wade. Scott Massioni, Federal News Network. LGBTQ children with military parents are more likely to experience anxiety, depression, and consider suicide, according to a study by the Trevor Project, a nonprofit organization focused on LGBTQ youth. The study states that LGBTQ children with military parents are juggling multiple stressors, like frequent moves and parents who are deployed. There are about 1.7 million children with a parent in the military, An estimated 5% of those children are LGBTQ. Lawmakers are urging the White House to make vegetarian options available at all federal government cafeterias. In his request, Senator Cory Booker says a vegetarian option would benefit the health of federal employees, patients under the care of the Veterans Affairs Department, current members of the armed services, and inmates at federal prisons. And in a letter to the president, Congressman Jamie Raskin and 31 of his House colleagues also called for vegetarian options at all federal facilities. Find these stories at federalnewsnetwork.com. For the Federal Newscast of Tuesday, September 6th, 2022, I'm Peter Masurlian.
Reconnect with a carpool or vanpool. Even if you're commuting just a few days a week, Commuter Connections can match you with others that live and work near or at the same place as you. Prefer taking the bus or train? There's never been a better time to reconnect with transit. Plus, you have the added comfort of knowing Guaranteed Ride Home is there for any unexpected emergency for free. For more options, visit commuterconnections.org or call 1-800-745-RIDE. Some restrictions apply.